and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train Chairfree coming live from the from the quarantine cabin on Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're back in New York City. That's right, baby. We're back in New York City with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it works, people. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. And you let them know. And what's the best way to let them know? Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. 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 Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. 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 It doesn't have to be male or female. It can be anyone can be a bitch. So tag someone. Let them know. Anyone can be your bitch, and you can tag them and let them know. Tag me. I can be the bitch. I'll send you a like. And listen. I want to tell you right now, Patreon is kicking. Three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. Three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. I got a message about the Patreon that was such a sweet, kind message. And it was basically like, wow, what? this?" They were saying this is the perfect deal. And I wish I had it in front of me to read. It wouldn't sound like I'm bullshitting you. But I'm saying they're all very different podcasts, but adjacent to this one. Luxury lounge. I'm complaining with the listeners. People submit their luxury issues and I complain with them. It's a douchey duet. One more email, an email that's a little longer, one I wouldn't do on this show. And that's like we dim the lights down and I'm just answering the email as it goes along. And then Coffee with J Train every Friday. That's just me. That's more, I would say, that's as much like my stand up as it gets. Um, and so go to patreon.com slash Jared Free. The but the link is in the bio of this episode or it's, it, it's right at your fingertips. And to get to stand up socially distanced, of course, that is the special it's out there. It's on my YouTube, go to my YouTube page, subscribe, go hit a like, make it a night airplay it to the TV. That's how you do it. Um, and other than that, I got road, road, road. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to your town. Um, as of now, uh, if I'm looking at the dates, I'm in long Island this weekend. So Go to Long, Long Island at the Brokerage Comedy Club. That'll be fun. And, you know, get, you know, bring out that group chat. Get them together. People are getting vaccinated. Things are coming back. Um, so Long Island and Atlantic City. Um, I'm going to be in Atlanta. That's coming up. And I got, we got Albany. Albany, if you're out there, Albany, I'll be coming there. That uh, should be on my website, jaredfree.com. Very excited about today's guest. Um, new to the podcast, hilarious comedian, Alex Babbitt. Thank you for coming on. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Good to see you, buddy. I love I love your background. Where are you coming from? If you're on YouTube, you can see. I yeah. love the, what are you, what's oh. going on back there? <laughs> it's, uh, to give you context, there's a lot of anime. I'm into anime, cartoons, all that shit. So it's my inspiration wall. Anime, comedy, like Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's over there. Yep. A uh, whole barbershop full of black comedians. Uh, and we got Spider-Man. That, that, that barbershop, sorry to interrupt you, but is that, that's like a painting. That, that looks really cool. Yeah, it's a painting that I couldn't get the actual copy, so I printed it out and just threw it on my wall. Well, dude, you're, that's I think that is what an inspiration wall is all about. Like, I, <laughs> I like that kind of hokey shit where you're like, I, you know, that's a story you hope to tell on the couch of a late night show. Like, ah, yeah. 
and now I own it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the that's, that's my that's rich what, guy goal. It took me twenty five years, but now I've got it. <laughs> that's what I that I think that is um, worth commending. Like I, I think sometimes we get in our heads, like oh, I don't want to explain it. Like I like uh, oh, what's that thing on your wall? Well, I printed it out. Um, the JPEG because I <laughs> would like to one day afford that. But I, I think that's great. And, and listen, what, what got you into anime? I, I always wonder, like, I'm not into anime. It's an easy punchline, I guess, for people, because I guess anything that people are interested in, that's like a subculture thing, people yeah. make fun of. But I, I, I've only, what gets you into anime? What, what's the start of that? <laughs> I know you're not into it because you sound the way I sound when I talk about sports. Uh, what, 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 what do you do? Like, yeah. I'm, well, I, with, with sports, like if someone was like, I'm not into it, but how do you get into it? Like what, what makes you love sports? I would be like, I like, you know, I'm not, I like listening to people talk about sports more than I like watching the games. Like I like, when I like when ownership sucks. I like when like like I like storylines. <laughs> so I so I'm that's how I look at sports. Where I'm you like watch basketball for the divorces. You just yeah conflict <laughs> for the trades and like I, it's a weird way to look at it. But that's like like football to me. That's yeah. why I love football so much because every week is its own storyline. Like it, the whole week leads up to a game yeah. where it's like kind of like WWE. There's this like there's this you know, these two teams that have their whatever backgrounds, things going on, they're coming together in some sort of, uh, you know, battle that happens on the conflict that happens that, and we get a beginning, middle and end to that story. So what gets you into anime? Well, in all honesty, my man, it's the same thing. It's the, mm. it's the exact same. I watch anime or Spider-Man or anything. Cause it's like, all right, you get a hero. That's a protagonist for wrestling. That's the guy you root for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just sitting there like, oh, I love their journey. And how are they going to get to whatever their goal is? If like one goal, because it's always some like cliche bullshit. It's always like, I want to be the greatest hero ever. And then you watch them get defeated time and time again. And but still keep the dream. And, and, you know, to tie it into like stand up, uh, as you know, you come in with a certain level of ambition. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And then the game fucking kicks you in the teeth, but you still got to keep that level of happiness you had at the beginning to yeah. keep you going. You know, absolutely. What I mean? uh, uh, like realistic delusion is kind of what yes. <laughs> yep. you need that. Yep. And to dress up uh, in fucking colorful clothes and think I'm going to save the world is the greatest version <laughs> of realistic delusion ever. <laughs> so do you, are you into like, I, I've gotten into, I think that's the reason I'm into like, the Marvel movies. Are you into those? Yeah, that's Spider-Man right that's, there. I got some others over there. So, like, yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing Deadpool about... The, up there. What's up there? Deadpool. Oh, okay. So, that's all part of the Marvel universe. That's why I like Marvel, because they, what they did, connecting all those movies, like, you get to follow along for ju- more than just the movie. Like, I, I've been watching Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, yep. that is... That, that story, like, those are two characters that I was like... All right, let's see what they're doing now. But now I'm like, I'm like a fan now. Yeah, you're sitting there. Wow, Falcon's poor. Like they didn't. Like, <laughs> you didn't even yeah, know his financial status until now. <laughs> I never thought of a Marvel superhero's finances until that scene. And yeah. for those those listening, there's a scene where you know um, where Falcon goes to get a loan for his family business, and it's like, <laughs> and it's heartbreaking. You're like, he just saved the fucking world. He should have. Yeah. 
You should have millions. So listen, Alex Babbitt is here. I want everyone to go follow at Mr. Babbitt on Instagram. Go follow right now because he has an album yep. coming out at the end of the month. And we've done this before. I, I've kind of held people's hands through the album process. You can listen to an album anywhere you stream music. My Socially Distance, of course, is an album. You can find that right now on Spotify, Apple Music. And Alex is going to have one coming out. So what you need to do right now is go follow him on Instagram because it's going to come out April 30th at Mr. Babbitt, two B's, two T's, at Mr. Babbitt. And it's called 9421. Why Everyone has, uh, has to choose a title. Yep. Why is it 9421? Explain that. I'm sure it's the best joke on the special, and that's why you called it that. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, so something you can't tell by my wall, but if you know me personally, you know I'm a very big, like, R&B fan. Uh, like, I love okay. music, and a lot of, like, what I do is inspired. Like, a lot of my creativity is inspired by music more so than comedy. I'm just a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I grew up with... Uh, my one of my favorite artists is Usher, and one of my favorite albums from him was this album called Eighty Seven O One. Okay. So uh, every comedy album that I've done that I put out is gonna be inspired by like an album cover of music that I like. So that one, when you see the album cover, and if you watch Usher's Eighty Seven O One, I'm completely making fun of that. You know. What okay. I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's a personal tie-in for me. It's a look that in, yeah. and, and you, so what do the numbers mean? 9420. Uh, 94. I hope it's year. not your like bank code. Like, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, 94 is the year I was born, and 21 is the year it's coming out. Well, I love it. Everyone go yeah. follow Alex Babbitt on Instagram. You're a big, oh, for those that are going to go follow you, you're a big Instagram live guy. <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> what and, and i think we all everyone listening has their version of that guy's a big instagram live guy what do you, and i've never asked you this but i'm gonna ask you on the air and i hope people go follow you because every alex is hilarious at mr babbitt but what is you what are you doing going live every day because i don't watch i need to know what you're doing oh <laughs> uh, you want to know the truth man uh yeah if your fans are like clean cut people or not I have a group of fans that I've cultivated th- throughout the pandemic called the Misfits. These are my okay. fans. They're just a bunch of fucking weirdos. So okay. sometimes it gets reckless. They want to talk about what they want to talk about. Sometimes people twerk on it. Like, it gets really, really fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> so listen, if you follow Alex, no, when you see... That drop down, there's something weird going on, and you might want to go check it out. Maybe, yeah, maybe like, someone here will become a misfit. Yes, become a fuck because it, it's for the people that like you know it just felt weird during the pandemic. Like something, like I I got a fan that like he's in a wheelchair and you know he's just like yo I come to your live to fucking make fun of people because it makes me feel good. I'm like there we good go. job, bro. <laughs> I love, love it. that shit. Love it. So everyone go check out at Mr. Babbitt on Instagram. Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready. What? Can I say one thing real quick? Please. Emails. I have to fucking on record say your special <laughs> was fucking fantastic. I Thank wasn't going to let you blow past that shit. Listen, that I appreciate it. Great. Thank you. That means a lot. And and we all, especially, and I, I'll tell the listeners this, uh, from a comic, that means a lot. Because we see a lot of shit and we turn our brains off and go, oh, fuck it. It's the same thing. So that means a lot to hear. I really appreciate that. So, yeah. And if anyone's listening right now, you... 
this just it came out on Spotify and Apple Music, so we made it into an album as well. So if you're not the YouTube type, go stream it or go subscribe to me on any of those platforms. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. How to get over ghosting in a relationship. Are you, have you, are you in a relationship? What's your deal right now? Yeah, so I've been with my lady, to, to give uh, real context, me and my lady have been together since high school. We've been together for about 10 years. Wow. So straight through, were there ever any breakups? Uh, like a day. Like uh, <laughs> uh, in, in the first half of our relationship, because I was battling, because I was young, and I'm still sure. in that. So I always battle with, am I being too mature? Dumb shit. So sure. every once in a while, I would have a, you know what happened? It would come after a good show. I would have a good show and then call my girl and break up with her. Real toxic. Oh, no. Real toxic. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> How many times did that happen? So here's what. I did it like four times in like the span of like two months. But I would break up and then realize I didn't like anybody else. And I would just mm. call her back and be like, you know what? I'm actually kind of sad and I miss you. <laughs> well, by the, four, by the fourth time, she was probably like, yeah, 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 sure. We're broken up. I'll talk yeah, to you in two hours. Yeah. She's like, she got the drill. She's like, you're not fucking going anywhere. Because I know. <laughs> so do you live together? Yes, we live together now. That's great. And, and in high school, how do you meet? Like, what's your meetings? Like, I listen, people will look down on a high school relationship, but I don't think there's I don't think any relationship that lasts should be looked down on. Like, I think yeah. like that's like if it's lasting at work, what in high school? Like, and it's got to be cool to like grow up together. That's got to feel family, I would assume. Uh, yeah, it has its pros and cons, man. It's, it's like anything. It's like I don't have to teach anybody my personality like she she's seen it develop you know what sure. i mean the con though is i can't really get away with shit because <laughs> like what dudes try to do when they're trying to get away with something is they do something fucked up and they say you know it's a part of me you just don't know from my past i don't have the past to blame it on so she's just like when did you when, like whenever i do something fucked up when did you learn this skill when did yeah. this like you know what i mean how when when I when did I turn around for five minutes for you to learn how to break up with me after a show? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who were you with? Who gave so, you this knowledge? So you've never ghosted, but you can understand how the ghosting mentality works. I've ghosted, and it's not a great thing. So here's what I've never ghosted, but in my you know I, I haven't been perfect in my relationship, so I don't I don't I never want to like be that guy neither to just come on here sure. and like everything's been fucking perfect. No. I've like ventured out, like getting girls' numbers and this, that, and the third. And I've been ghosted once they go to my Instagram account. So uh, once you once you see all my family photos, they're like, I can't be here. And then, you know what? <laughs> I respect that from them. Like it, it would hurt in a moment. Like, come on, you don't like me? And it's like, no, I just have a family, and that was a blessing to leave my life. So let's go. How to get over a ghosting relationship? Feather, feather. My ex and I had a tumultuous relationship, to say the least. We were on and off again for almost two years. And the latest on was for not even three months at the beginning of quarantine last year. It ended with him coming to visit me for a weekend. We lived four hours apart at the time. And we had a tiff that I thought was resolved by the time we went to bed. I woke up to find that he had left in the middle of the night. Oh my God, this is like a real ghosting. Leaving a note about how he couldn't be the person I deserve. And text messages promising that we would talk in person. He proceeded to ghost me when I tried to set up a call in person uh, conversation, a call or slash in person conversation, simply never respond to any of my text messages, practically begging him for closure. I haven't heard from him since he left that night. 
I'm now in a happy relationship with a great guy, but I can't help but still feel fucking angry about my ex ghosting me like that. It's not that I want him back or even miss him. It was clearly a bad relationship and was unhealthy and destined to end. However, I hate that this situation still takes up space in my brain, especially when I'm happy with someone else. How do you go on without closure? Mr. Babbitt, what do we think? Yeah, one, that, that was very that was very deep from the dude fucking writing this mysterious ass letter, disappeared. That that's it's very like 1940 shit. I don't trust that part <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, that is something like in this day and age, like, I bid you a two. Yeah. Like, it's not, <laughs> I cannot henceforth be the man that you deserve. What? <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I mean, what I don't understand from her email, and like, she says she's in a happy relationship now. Um, to me, um, sure. Okay. I'm, I, I think things are going well for you now, but you're still thinking of this guy and you're, you were on again, off again. Like, I, and it's like, what is the closure? I don't know what she means. Like, like to me, when people deal in these vague terms, like I need closure and then you go, okay, what are the, why, what are the questions you have? Like what will yeah. give you closure? Like, I, I think sometimes people are looking for other people to, direct their feelings and those people aren't going to do it i can tell you this person's not going to do it because he wrote you a letter that said he can't be the person you deserve that is that's a lie in itself yeah he's he's just trying to put a marketing campaign that is (laughs) on this ending that is i don't want to be with you forever and that's okay yes yes i yeah and i i hear that as well and on from her stance and wonder you know, if you're genuinely enjoying yourself, what about this dude that you're trying to get this so-called closure from that, like, you keep going towards? Like, what is it that you really like? Because there's something that she likes in the other dude that doesn't want mm. her. There's something that she likes in him that she's maybe, like, trying to get her, her recent man. Because I feel like as a dude, if you're with your woman and she's still thinking about this other guy, there's something that she wants from him. Well, I would say, I, I think there's also the idea and like, because she says I had a tumultuous relationship to say the least we're on again, off again for almost two years. Yeah. It's like when you're on again, off again, it's like, why can't I, why can't I figure this out? Why can't we work? You keep coming back to me, but we can't work. Why, what is the puzzle piece? She thinks it's something to be solved. It's not something to be solved. You didn't come back together. And I think this is the, the, the misconceptions that they came back together because Oh, we we're so good together. No, you know, you came back together because you were lonely. Yep. You came together back together because it was easy. You yep. can't. He he. You were four hours away, so that meant you could be <laughs> a girlfriend on a schedule, so he could be good for whatever amount of hours he had to be good with you, and then be a single person when he yep. left four hours away. So you have to realize that this wasn't not happening because of fate or whatever. It's it's not happening because you guys aren't the match and. So, like, as far as, like, uh, how do you go on without closure? What We're giving you the closure. I'm giving it to you right now. It didn't work. Yeah. Go. Get get the fuck out of there, man. You're already (laughs) out of there, so just accept the fact, like, it's not going to – and it's okay for it not to work. I think that's something, you know, I've come to learn from being around people who haven't been in long relationships Mm. is they – they think every move is supposed to be like the right move. You can learn from your losses. Take the fucking that, L. That's a huge deal. Yeah, and it's like, I. how do you go on without clothes? I, I would also say, here's what I would do. Yeah. Let's, let's write down 
the answers that you would hear. Like I would write down the questions you would ask for closure. What are those questions? Write them down. Okay. Write them down. Mm-hmm. Let's say, uh, you know, if you can't even think of one of the questions, then you don't even know what you're fucking asking. You don't know. He's then you don't even know. Fucking you. What do you want? Another letter that says, here's the closure that I can't yeah. give you in person. <laughs> vague questions get you vague answers. So when she says, how do you go on without closure? That is the most vague sentence I've ever read. I don't know. What, so you need to get more specific. Why did you leave me? Why did we not work out? Did you just, did you, were you just lonely when you came back to me? And then I would write out the answers that he could possibly give. Mm-hmm. Read those answers. The, the, one that, the one that's the most honest is the one he would say to you. Not the one that's the, the one that would be the most, and I, I, I say, I'm going to use the word hurtful, but I don't think he would mean it as hurtful. Mm-hmm. The most honest answer is the answer. So if you read like, why could, were you, were you coming back to me because you were lonely? Yes, no, it's yes. Yes is the most honest and, and uh, the answer that hurts the most. And that's, what's the, that's the hardest part about breakups is that this guy's saying you're the, uh, you couldn't be the person I de- uh, that you deserved because he's trying to make lift you up and down him so that you won't come back to him. You'll go to someone else that is better. And think about it. Something that I'd like to share for, for her in particular, just for the woman who asked this question, is be, uh, fuck him. I don't like putting uh, things on the other person. You. Why do you really want this answer? Yeah. Ask yourself that. Why, why is it that important to you? And if you realize it's because of some underlying, some other underlying thing, solve that because this scenario will happen over and over again until you figure out what is it within your life that makes you this way. And we're not professionals, but that's, an, that's a question for a professional. That's a yeah. question for like, maybe you go get therapy. Maybe you talk to someone and go, hey, why is this still bothering me? Because like, the idea that like, here's the other thing, and, and we'll get to the next email, but like yep. to add on to that, like we can only speak to the email. We can't speak to him. So you have to ask yourself like, you know, what does this mean to me? Like what, is, you know, I, I, and if I don't, you know, if I don't know, what am I even, you know, this, cl- the closure thing, it's just so, ve- oh, what I'm trying to get at is <laughs> no one else can, solve you know the idea that this guy that you dated that left a note in the middle of the night and ghosted is gonna te- give you an answer that's gonna solve oh i get it now why you know, do like, that man tell <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know so yeah. no one else is gonna tell you how to emotionally feel it can't you can't find that through someone else the j train podcast is brought to you by chime Ooh. Listen, people, there's nothing worse than banking overdraft fees. Nothing worse. It it is because you feel like it's something you could have avoided. It's just something you don't, you know, you're like, oh, but you're putting a pinch and that's what happens. And then you end up paying more for your own money and it's not fun. Your bank shouldn't work against you. Enter Chime, an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. It's your money. You should keep it. Chime has some great features like free, fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better. I love that. Get your paycheck, benefits, stimulus check, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit. No hidden fees or monthly minimums, plus 38,000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. 
It has security. Turn on alerts to let you know when your card is used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy. And save on autopilot. When you sign up for a Chime spending account, you can enroll in an optional savings account and grow your savings automatically with point. Five zero percent annual percentage yield, ten times the national average. Join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Apply now at Chime.com/jtrain. That's Chime.com/jtrain. And here's the fine print. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to chime.com slash JTrain for details and apply today. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Alex Babbitt at Mr. Babbitt. Go, go, go. Go follow the album 9421 coming out at the end of the month. Go, go, go. This one's called To Hit on the Barista or Not. Ooh. Feather, feather. Love the podcast. I have a hopefully more lighthearted email for today. So let's get into it. For the past few months, I have regularly been going to a local coffee shop. There's one barista there who I find cute, and I feel like there's a flirty air between us. On top of the usual small talk and jokes, he will sometimes make eyes at me from across the counter, or at least I think so. Masks make it hard to read facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a little weird. Like, you're like, all you just see is... It's like, like oh, me? <laughs> Everybody looks like uh, me now. That's fucking great. It's true. And will occasionally give me free baked goods to show yeah. appreciation. She put in quotes. Yeah, this guy's into it. Yeah, for, yeah, being a, for being a regular, and she puts in parentheses, his words. So my question is twofold. First, should I even make a move? I know this can be tricky because there is a good chance he's just doing his job and I could be misreading the situation. Well, let's start with the first one. Should she make a move? Absolutely. absolutely absolutely hands down i when i used to work uh when i used to work i used to be a preschool teacher man and mm. a sign that i knew it to, a parent liked me was when they would bring me things like that's what yes. i do like i like i i had a i had a big goods i had a parent bring me ba- she was like a cook or something and would bring me shit i was like oh this parent likes me i'm gonna make sure your kids are good yeah people don't just give you nice things just because nobody does that uh, and I'll say this. I, it's funny to me, like, should you make the make a move? Absolutely. But I, I love her thing that she writes. I know this can be tricky because her because is totally different than the one I would think of. She uh-huh. writes, because there's a good chance he's doing his job and I could be misreading the situation. You're not misreading anything. He's going above and beyond his job. He's calling you. He's giving you baked goods to, quote, unquote, show appreciation for being a regular. He's giving you he's giving you status. Yeah. <laughs> at the bakery, at the coffee shop. So you're not misreading anything. He gave you but the VIP rope at a fucking bakery. That's not everybody thing. Sober, high on caffeine, and that's it. So like, I. but she says, I know this can be tricky because my because mm-hmm. is because, listen, you might find out that he's just a flirty guy and this is something, and I, I think that's something people, like, yeah. She's missing the the trappings. The trappings are because this is very cute and wholesome. 
the barista, giving you free baked goods. This could be a this is a great story at the rehearsal dinner of a rom-com. Yeah, this is the story you want to tell. This is the story everybody wants to tell. So he might know that. He might understand that. So we have to protect ourselves, protect our feelings. So I would make sure when you do approach, which you should, Mm -hmm. and that's going to get to her second question, just know that, like, there's a lot of, like, um, it, what do you, when you have oysters, what do they say? Those are Afro, there's an aphrodisiac. This story is an aphrodisiac. So, like, let's be realistically delusional that, you know, you don't know his situation. You just know he's flirting and that you like being flirted with by him. Great. At a baseline. So she writes, second, how do I even go about hitting on him? The place is paperless. So it's not like I can write my phone number on a receipt. Do I just come right out and ask him and ask him out in person? So Uh what do you think she should do? How does she approach this guy? Because guys love to be approached, but we, we don't always act on the approach. So that's why I'm like, let's, let's take it one step at a time. First step is how does she approach in a paperless coffee shop? Paperless. Let's see. Paperless. There's got it. They don't have napkins or well, one. Just give them your cell phone. Like, stop beating around the bush. Make it quick and efficient. Hey, uh, I love your number. Bam. That's it. Call it. Get out of there. Don't even look so, at me in the eye. I'm trying to think of like when I go to the coffee shop downstairs. I walk in. Hey, how you do? I'm I'm a big how you doing guy. Yeah. So, hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, I'll have a short americano. Um, with a little bit of vanilla uh, flavoring. There's no right. flirt in your language right now. Like you're not. No flirt. Flirt. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where her in is. Yeah. Because then it becomes, and then I go. So then they start making it while they're making it, especially if the coffee shop's empty. I go, "How's it been lately?" So I do like an <laughs> open-ended, and yeah. you know they say they talk about weather. They'll talk about if it's been busy, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm saying, how's it with this guy? who has been making conversation. They have the usual small talk and tell jokes. I think she needs to do, get her coffee. How you been? Do anything. I would say do anything fun last weekend. That's an open-ended entree. Then he talks about his weekend. You say, hey, well, if you're ever looking to get a drink, I'd love to do that. Because I think what all of us are looking for are scripts to make these uncomfortable moments more comfortable. So it's like... When you read a script, you want that line that leads you into the line instead of like, hey, I want to go out with you, please. You know, you're cute. You know, like, so that is one way to go where you go, hey, uh, how was your weekend? Um, well, if you're ever looking, if you're ever up for it, I'd love to get a drink sometime. You should take my number. You should take my number because now the number goes into his phone. It's not you taking because now he has to make some effort where if he's a flirter, he's got to do this behind his girlfriend's yeah. back or, you know, like it's, or <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying you have to get, you have to make it. So he has to jump. He's got to jump over a small bar work at least. For it a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So take here, take my number. Yeah. And then he takes out his phone and does it. If that is too much of a ask, if that's even, cause I know, li- listen, that's easier said than done. I would write down my number before I went to the coffee place how was your weekend? Well, we should go get a drink sometime. Here's my number. It's already written down. Yeah. I don't think that's embarrassing at all because you have this prior relationship where there's flirting going on. So yeah. it's like, you know, if he's not going to like, he's not going to take that paper and shove it away from himself. 
No, worse we're than the worst, he, he's delayed because he's on work to like respond. But I don't think in this time, like what, what dude do you know that gets a girl's number is like, fuck this, get out of my face. No, guys love getting a number. And listen, he may never text and you might, you know, go in there and be like, I, and then the next time you go in, maybe he brings it up or you just leave it. At that point, sure. go in and like be as happy and nice as you were before. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. <laughs> at Mr. Babbitt. Go, go, go. Go follow. He's got the album coming out April 30th. It's called 9421. Go follow him on Instagram. Be a become a part of the Misfits. That's what they're gonna yeah, do. The Misfits. That's my fan base, bro. You have the greatest. Like it, back in the day, you probably would have been one of them. Uh, what's the guys <laughs> for baseball who talk real quick? And it's on third. And blah, 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 blah. You have that fucking the voice, commentator. Yeah. yeah. I just want to make sure people know where to send it so they don't DM me. Hey, what's the email for the podcast? I said it a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the, that. I'm just surpri- I'm enjoying hearing you. Oh, I'm happy you're enjoying. Surprise, parent help. Okay, Jared, you're the best, and that's why I've come to you. I want to throw a surprise 30th birthday party for my boyfriend in June. My plan was to take him skydiving, and his roommates would set it up. He has surprised his mom twice by flying to her in the last year. She hasn't visited him in our city, and he loves surprises. So I thought it would be the cherry on top to fly her out without telling him. When I told his friends the plan, they said they'd also want to go skydiving. So I don't think twice and ask my parents to wrangle people and set up. But that means the parents are going to meet without my boyfriend and I there, at least for the first hour. I wasn't worried about it, but I told other family members and they said that could paint him in a corner because he's not in control of their meeting. uh, In control or there at the meeting. We will have been together for two years at that point, and it seems like a pretty ridiculous thing to panic about. But alas, that's why I've come to you. Should I ask his mom if she's comfortable with the situation? Should I tell him about the party but still plan it for him? I've never done anything like this, and I'm excited, so I don't want to let one speed bump ruin the whole thing. So she was, and she writes, thank you so much, wasn't worried, but now I am. So I understand why she's worried. Because other people say things, and it's just other people showing you their insecurities about their own relationships. But what do you think, Alex Babbitt? What do you think about this situation? <clears throat> yeah, man. One, I, I will say kudos to the fucking lady of the year. She's, what, it's been a year technically? It'll be two years coming it'll up. Be, so it'll be two years in June. And in her mind, she's like, I want to send him skydiving on a surprise yeah. and then have her pa- his parents show up. But she's going to get her parents involved. Which is all like, this is all very sweet and nice. Like, there's no, I always think of these things where it's like, I I always think of these things. I understand her friends are like, don't you think he would want to be control? I, I, and I'm sure that feels like very, um, that feels female to me. Uh Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like. You're trying to say bitchy? (laughs) Not bitchy. I, I would never say bitchy. I would just say, I understand like where, it's like the scene. You ever watch The Office? Yes. You know when Jim buys Pam, buys his house from his parents without telling Pam? Yeah. Like, there, there's a big reaction to that where it's like, who buys a house for their wife without letting them know? Like, And yeah. where a lot of guys would go, oh, my God, I'm so happy I didn't have to make this decision. Like, I'm just really? like, yeah, there's an area. I'd love to go skydiving. And, yeah, that's what uh, – 
Because that's all I hear. So one, if if her like his mom is like a cool individual, like a cool person, human being wise, she'll be happy that some girl is doing some nice shit for her son. Because that's all Absolutely. that sounds like. And as a dude, like you just said, we don't care that much. Like for me, I just don't like taking days off. But if this guy already likes surprises, says, fun shit, she, she's gonna love this. Like that, you know, absolutely. If he that's a that is a person. No, the fact that she wrote he loves surprises. That's yeah. why it's like game on. Yeah, that's that's it's all like my lady took me to Thailand and I was frustrated because I was just mm. like I don't fucking want to leave. Fuck that, blah, 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 blah. The minute I got there, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm so sure. glad you did this. I well, this is another part about it is like her relationship with the mom is good enough to call her and let her know about this skydiving surprise thing. Yeah. If if that's the case, then your relation, then you can also, if your relationship is good enough to say, hey, I want to fly you out as a surprise to my boyfriend for his, you know, 30th birthday. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then your relationship is also good enough to be, and I'd like my parents to come. I hope that's okay with you because they've been wanting to meet you anyways. Yeah. And, and I would say that to the mom. The, you know, I, and then the mom will go, oh, my God, I can't wait. This is so much fun. Yeah. Now, and then you go to your parents and you say, hey, I'm going to have to leave you guys to your own thing for a couple they're hours. Before. And you're, they're grown people. They're adults. Yeah. They'll, they'll be okay. And they're not every, five. <laughs> they're not five. And then your boyfriend's going to walk in. And actually, this takes a lot of pressure. They, now your boyfriend... They've already met. He walks into the bed is made. Everything is set up. I think this is great. I wouldn't. And I understand the, the own, I think a lot of the advice she's getting are from women in her life being like, well, I wouldn't want, I would want to have my, I would want the perfect, you know, the perfect eyeliner on. And that may, I, I, I can, I can understand that's not a very feminist way to look at this, but I just, <laughs> I just know that like, I've gotten that response from women in my life where it's like, Oh, I'm not like, you can't just throw me into a parent situation. It's like, I think he will receive it better than like, I, I, I wouldn't feel that way. If I was like, everyone's here. I love surprises. My mom and dad have already met your parents. We're good to go. Like, you know, everybody I like is here too. How dare <laughs> you? No, like no one. I, I, and advice I would just share. And this, this is just from personal experience within your relationship. You got to trust what you know about your circumstance. Fuck every other thought. Like sure. at the end of the day, it's you making the judgment call. You got to do that. that don't. And this is the other thing. If he gets mad, which I don't, we both agree. It doesn't yeah. seem like it will. I always lean on like my intent was pure. My yeah. intent was like, like in a, in a, in a, if, if there was a jury set up and I was, and they were like, how do you explain yourself? And I was like, well, I love my boyfriend. I love his family. He loves surprises. My family loves him. I wanted us all to be together with this fun skydiving element and his friends. I don't think anyone looks at you and goes, how could you? No. There's you know? no, not even a selfish thing in there. No, it's, it's the most it selfless thing. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alex Babbitt at Mr. Babbitt on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Old work crush liked my month old couple photo. J Train, thanks as always for everything you do. My boyfriend and I watched your special when it premiered and loved it. Thank you. While while in college, I worked for two and a half years as a member of a small team at a research center. My work area was next to one of the full-time employees' offices, so we ended up chatting and laughing a lot during my shifts. 
he's a handsome guy, about five years older than me. And since we we're both seeing other people at the time and I was working in a student role, it never went beyond uh, friendship. Though, I'll be honest, big work crush. Okay. He once drove me to an event we were both going to with our significant others. But beyond that, we really didn't spend much time outside of work together. It's been a year or so since I left this job and he has since broken up with his then girlfriend. Uh-oh. Since we follow each other on social, uh, I'll occasionally reply to an Insta story, reach out with a job posting I think he might know someone for, et cetera. He'll reply enthusiastically, but it doesn't usually become a long conversation. About a week ago, end of March, he liked my latest Instagram post, which is a photo of me and my boyfriend that was posted on Valentine's Day. I'm really confused by this. Was it just a mistake? Obviously, it means he has gone directly to my page, but why? I haven't responded to a story of his in a while. So I don't think it was a, you have a boyfriend, stop replying to my stories message. So I don't think it was a, you have a boyfriend, stop replying to my stories message. No, I don't think that either. Any insight, any thoughts, Mr. Bay? No, it, it, you know, there's a couple of things I'm hearing from her. Mm-hmm. One, it sounds like she's definitely still likes this guy and was hoping he shot his shot. <laughs> That's what it sounds. It sounds like she was like, "Come on, let him flirt with me," and he never did. So she's up, kind of upset about it. Well, uh, it is interesting that it's on her mind. And listen, yeah. we can't. Nobody can tell you how to feel or think. And and listen, I I would. We all notice. I'll, let me get. Let me let her know mm-hmm. and, and, because I don't think she's a villain in this for wanting to know. No. I we all see alike that isn't in 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 our regular likes the norm the norm yeah we know the out of the normal likes we know when they come and she's saying end of march so that means the valentine's day post that he liked was from more than a month ago yeah so he had to have been it it didn't just come on his feed (laughs) so this was an active pursuit of her page which she is saying in her email she's already said this um so it is an active like it is a and scrolling she's wondering so i you know do you have any thoughts on why he would do such a thing you know what he might he might he might have been looking like you know what she is cute he might have been thinking about shooting a shot you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but then saw that it was like oh all right let me get out of here let me just like that to stop myself you know what i mean or it was him being like, I, I don't know if she's told this guy that he, she was in a relationship. I don't know if he knew this. So maybe he discovered it and was like, oh, okay, I'll wait. He my knew. Turn. He knew. He knew? I, I think, here's the thing. You think he's playing the long game, bro? I think he, I think that's what he's doing. I think this is, okay. this, this guy's out of a relationship. He's lonely. He's going through the Rolodex of people he always thought were cute. Um, she said, big work crush. I'm sure he felt the same way. He felt whatever she was feeling, he was feeling. We're not that different. We're all 10% away from each other. We know a vibe, just like the barista before. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. So I think this is one of those things to, like, I would say my insight on this is like, hey, I, I, it's, I hate giving this perspective because I know my words can get taken out of context. I, I, I think this is him saying, I'm here. I'm attracted. Just letting you know, like to me, (laughs) but it's no more than that. It's not, he's not saying run away with me. Like, I I think like, that's like, 
You know what I mean? Like, this is the laziest form of, hey, just yeah. let you know I'm here because he can never get turned down from it. It's not like, it's not the barista situation where the guy never texts you back. Mm-hmm. He sends a like and he can always live in the land of ignorant bliss of, oh, I just wanted the like. I love, you're in a relationship. You're someone I support. I it's love a the little, background in your guy's photo. He could just yeah, be real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just letting him know. It, it's kind of, it's devious in the way where it's, he's like, <laughs> I'm just letting you know I'm still here. Yeah. And I think, you know, for her, I don't know what, I can't tell her how to feel about that. Like if she's like, like if she's leaves her relationship to be like, be with this, to, to like then like reach out to him, you're doing all the work. It's not like, so just know that your boyfriend that's with you has taken on a relationship as a responsibility. And there's so much to be envied about that and so much great things about that. If you're in this relationship being like, I don't know if this is the one, well, there's this guy's going to be waiting out there for you. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's, he's saying, I'm, he on might not, I'm on the roster. Yeah, and, and that doesn't mean he's going to be as good a boyfriend as your one that you currently have. He might be a fun night. He might not even be that. He might just keep liking shit and never go out with you. So, I'm, like, <laughs> so I, I, I'm giving you insight. And I, and I think like a lot of men operate in this laziness zone of like, there's a lot of lazy ways to flirt these days. And this guy, you're not in his office anymore and you respond to his Instagram stories. He thinks you're cute. So he threw a like just to let you know. Hello. Yeah. Shoot, if she really wanted to be adventurous, I'd always, I always err towards shooting your shot. Hit him up. See, see, see what it really is about. Oh, even while she's in a relationship? Hey, man, it sounds like she's still kind of, because this, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's not like a long relationship. It's Here's early, the problem. Right? Here's the problem with that. Okay. Is, I, it seems like it is a long relationship, but I would say um, my issue with that is he... The problem with this stuff, when someone sends like a like, I call it tapping on the window. When someone sends like 10, 10 likes of, a, of your Hello, page, hello. I'm here. But it's, it's, so the problem with it is like, let's see her message to him is like, hey, that was a random like a couple weeks ago. On that <laughs> he knows he has her. He yeah. knows. And it's like, oh. and, and it's like, I don't think, and I'm not saying I don't like that power play shit, but like, I'm just saying, He's in a position where you came to him. His like wasn't going to you. Like, to me, shooting your shot is going up to the barista. This is like, this is like rolling the ball into the basketball court and then shutting the door behind you and going, oh, if someone asked me to come play, then I'll be like, oh, there was basketball here? (laughs) Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think we have to like, we have to distinguish between those two things and, and a lot of this exactly. internet shit. Yeah, I, and you know what I will say to, to your fan base? Uh, it's very different when women direct it. You know what I mean? And it's because, That's like a different power trip because I don't see any dude that like gets chosen in that way that appreciates it uh, the way like, you know what I mean? Because dudes are used to hunting. So we're used mm-hmm. to like shooting our shot. So when the woman leads it, Especially for my Instagram DM like that, it's like, uh, how do you not take advantage of that situation and just be a good person? It's it's very difficult. It's yeah. it's and and this these are you know these are the kind of the ickiness of life. You're like, yeah, the guy who wants to be the hunter has been told, you know, approach women, approach women, approach women. And then someone comes to them and is like, did you like my post? He's like, 
Oh, can't give this one up. I'm just going to message with her because this is a free. Mean came to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and it's free dopamine hit at a minimum. <laughs> yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Roman. Ooh, it is so easy to just ignore things just in life. Oh, I got to. My elbow hurts. I'll worry about it another day. They'll go away when I go to sleep. Oh, ED. Oh, it was just a bad time in bed. I was nervous. Oh, I had a little too much whiskey. It's easy to take care of ED now with GetRoman.com slash JTrain. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. Tile dysfunction used to be a tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain now. You'll get $15 off your first month. It's time to take care of your ED. Get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. And remember, get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Liquid Death. I love Liquid Death. It's water in a tall boy. The can is cool. It looks like you're chugging a huge beer, but it's really just spring water, and it comes in sparkling as well. And you know what I like about it is that you're getting more water into your system, which is usually a task. All of us want that. All of us want to be healthier. This is a fun way to do it, and you can crack a Liquid Death anywhere, everywhere, and just have fun with it. You can toss it to your buddy across the party. And their whole thing is they're just trying to get rid of plastic water bottles. It's death to plastic. So what they want to do is have it in a tall boy can that you can recycle afterwards, and that is fantastic, and you get to look cool doing it. I love Liquid Death, and you can get it at 7-Eleven across this great nation. Just get in your car now, buy a case, a, you know, two cases, three cases, stock up, and it's such a fun thing to have at a party, to toss to your boys, to toss to the girls. It and 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 people, you got to go to their Instagram, Liquid Death. It's just fun. They're all they got cool designs, and I think right now we're just looking for ways to hang with friends. And Liquid Death is really a good way to do that. So that's right. Head to your local Seven Eleven, and it's gonna be the it's gonna be the water that looks like a it's in the water section, but it's gonna look like a beer. So head to your local Seven Eleven right now. Pick up some Liquid Death today. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Alex Babbitt at Mr. Babbitt on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Okay. I sent you an email before. Let's do it. You ready? Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah. Just tell me it. We're here. We're here. But uh, you got it in front of you, right? Oh uh, yes. Yes. 20 seconds and I got it in front of there's me. There's screenshots and all this stuff. Okay. So we're going to do a screenshot email. Okay. This yep. Called, I got it. What could have gone wrong with attachments? Okay. Jared, feather, feather. I'm a big fan of the pod from the TM, uh, TFM days. You used to get me through my shitty summer internship back in 2016. Now you get me through my full nine to five. Thank you. I need some help with the current situation that I'm in. I'm 25, recently single, two and a half months, male. Uh, he's been single two and a half months, uh, and it's a dude coming out of a three and a half year relationship. 
Recently, I started talking to a girl. She's 23 and recently graduated. So he's 25, she's 23. I've known for about six years since sophomore year of college. She was, in my, she was my college girlfriend's best friend. And I had always thought she was attractive, but never pursued anything due to the fact that she was my girlfriend's best friend. And I knew that would never flop. We were always friendly in person and over Instagram and Snap, but never anything serious. Six years, two girlfriends and a pandemic later, I started responding to more of her stories to get the conversation flowing because I wanted to see if I could ever shoot my shot. After about two to three weeks of being in the DMs, I mustered up the courage one night, one drunk night to text her that I wanted to come visit the city that she lived in on a whim. Okay, let me say to this guy that he's acting a little... um, are reading this email, he's 25, and I, I get this, at 25, you're not really thinking of other people's feelings as much as maybe you should. Right now, he's doing a lot of, um, he's making, I think, like, listen, he's like, I'll come to your city. And it's like, you're acting with, with a girl who is friends with someone from your past. Like, to me, you're doing a lot of things that are a little easier than maybe going for someone that is new and having to introduce yourself like you're, you're going back to old things and you're disregarding a lot of the emotional states of a lot of people in that situation to me mm-hmm. like when you because you're like i'll come when you say on a drunk night i said i would come to your city you're making a promise that like you know you're not really seeing like when you don't want to go how that person's going to feel mm. do you know what i mean like it yeah, just uh, these are selfish know, I, moves i think Damn, I wouldn't I wouldn't go completely selfish. What I will say in terms of thinking a little for for like what you're calling on, the, like thinking long term, right? Mm. The awkwardness that is inevitable is let's say you do get together. Mm-hmm. She's if is she still friends with the old girlfriend? Let's I mean, let's keep reading on. I said it seemed like a nice place, but she was the only person I knew down there. After a couple of back and forth, she said, well, since I'm single and so are you, you could just stay with me if you want. I travel off for my job, so I decided to book a multi-city flight and fly into her town last weekend after being on a job site all week. She picked me up from the airport Friday night. We went back to her place, and within 45 minutes, clothes were off, and the excitement began. We basically hung out, hooked up together all weekend, went out to bars. I met all of her, friend, her new friends in the new city that she lives in, and everything seemed to have been going great. Sunday night, we were having some pillow talk about past relationships and hookup, what we were looking for. She knew that I had just gotten out of something pretty serious. And so I told her that I wasn't really looking for anything, but this was fun and could keep this going due to my job, allowing me to travel so much, and also being a four-hour drive away if she ever wanted to come see me. I also made the comment that I had always thought she was attractive. I just had other girlfriends at the time. She made a comment that stuck with me, which was, I was your college girlfriend's best friend. I knew a lot more about your relationship than you may think. But here we are in bed together. Who would have thought? Let's just say I was not the best college boyfriend. Okay. Fast forward. I leave Monday morning, go back to my daily living. We are texting every day, snapping all day, and everything seems great. We keep talking about how the great great the weekend was and even plan for her to come visit me in two weeks. The weekend pa- uh, passed and everything seemed fine and we solidified our vi- visit to me. But all of a sudden this morning, five days before she was supposed to visit, I get the text attached. Okay, so let's see the text. This is, I'll be her, you be him. Okay? Okay. Okay, ready? 
She writes, hi. So I've been doing a lot of thinking lately and I believe it's best if we just remain friends. The other weekend was so amazing, but I feel as though we are just better as friends. I'm not looking to do long distance with anyone. And also I recently got out of not so great long distance relationship. And I just know that you're not looking to move anytime soon and neither am I. So it doesn't look like it would be, it wouldn't be long distance. Plus it just makes me a little nervous that we, that the whole time you were dating blank and blank, you were still into me. I hope, I hope this doesn't ruin our friendship and I'm sorry, but I do believe this is best. If you are ever back in blank though, let me know. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Kim, he is, I just value us. Is that no, us? Okay. him? Next one. He's That's... the blue. He's the blue. Oh, he's the blue. He's the blue. He's the blue. Yes. Damn, didn't realize, didn't really see that coming. I kind of, uh, wait, I kind of came into this knowing that you and I could just kind of have something super serious. I didn't see myself jumping into anything, but I truly, but I truly just saw it as something I'd kind of always want to see what would happen and just have fun with it. Uh, that was all you, that was all you and our, you are a fun person to, to be around and give us a pretty good energy and always kind of attracted to me. Uh, it was, ne- it was never a thing with blank or blank where I truly, where I truly try and anything just attracted to you. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking at all of this. I'm trying to get it real uh, quick. This guy yeah. is the run on sentence King. Yeah. Sure. It's, <laughs> it's long as shit, yo. That like, I wouldn't want to be with him just because this this fucking long ass message, no, yo. <laughs> go through it. Let's keep going. Yes, yes, yes. Where I truly did it, but but at the end of the day, I understand, and if that's how you feel, I gotta roll with it. I had a great time last weekend and felt like we we would have to have a great weekend here in Atlanta, ATL, as well. No worries. She writes, I just value as friends too much to not tell you right away as soon as I feel something. I'm sorry. Awkward face emoji. Ah, hey, I get it. And I appreciate you letting me know. Okay. Okay. So he writes, I was pretty blindsided by the text, to be honest. And even though I wasn't really looking for this to be serious, shit still hurt a tad. I am not sure what changed so drastically. One moment she's telling me I can't wait to till you teach me how to play golf and see me in a couple of days. Two, I value our friendship and hit me up next time you're in my town. First off, I only went there to see her. So, uh, so for me to just come back without a reason isn't happening. First off, I only went there to see her. So for me to just come back without a reason isn't happening. Oh, for him to go back to her city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like, it's for the best and maybe things were going a bit too fast, but it felt normal only because I had a his past history with her. But also maybe there was something going on that she just isn't telling me. All I did was match her energy when it came to talking. But at the end of the day, I might just have let it go, uh, have to let it go for now. And she comes back. And if she comes back, she comes back. And if not, I might have to cut my loss and move on. What are your, what are you and the guest thoughts on the situation? Love the pod, keep up. So what do you think of the situation? So basically he goes to her town. They have a great weekend. And then her text, I, I appreciate her text. She took a long, hard thought about it. And yep. she's like, I'm not looking for long distance. Um, and this is yep. something that we did that only distance. I, I can only see in the future, a, a, a future yep. of distance. So what do you think out of that? 
Dude, hearing it, uh, it it sounds like those moments in life that you know you everybody goes through at one point or another where it's fun. So what what he kind of came in with was excitement. You're fun. You're having a good time. I know you're from the past, but whatever. I'll pick you up. Let's hang out. We're getting drinks. We're doing shit. Blah 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 blah. Once that's over, so they, they have sex. They do all that. Now all the novelty is gone. Now she has enough time to really think. Like, oh okay. Do I want to do this? You know what I mean? So I know he he's hurt, but be real, bro. You didn't really want to do it. It didn't sound like you really want to, like, like she said, she put the openings there. It doesn't seem like you're willing to come move here. She basically said what she wants. And if yeah. he doesn't do those things, then it's like she called it. You know what I mean? Because that's ultimately what she's saying. She's like, I do like you, mm. but me liking you has nothing to do with the reality of the situation of you don't live here. Are you really about to drive four hours away every day to see me? Listen, and it it all, and I think there's another part of her message where she says, plus it just makes me a little nervous that the whole time you were dating blank and blank. So she knew both of her, his exes. Oh, I mean, yeah. Blank and blank. You were still into me. So in addition to what you're saying, she's like, I'm not really, she's like, she's like, I had a great time. I think like, first of all, when someone tells you they don't want in, believe them. It, I think Maya Angelou once said, like, like believe, <laughs> believe them. And great I, poet. Right, the great poet Maya Angelou said, if someone dumps you, take the dumping and go. And, <laughs> but I would say to him, he, she is looking for a, a rental with a chance to buy. And when she says, and and a rental with a chance to buy is like casual fun, but I want the opportunity for things to move forward and get serious. And I can see with you, it's not as exciting to me because we're just visiting each other. It's just us playing house. She wrote in her message. And I don't think it's an interesting thing she wrote because she's basically ending with him, but then kind of gives him this little bit of a, shadiness plus it just makes me a little nervous that the whole time you were dating blank and blank you were don't trust them she doesn't trust that he's gonna make the serious move to make her a serious you know option because she's basically saying and and i don't agree with her perception on that like i i think she's living in kind of a cinderella world if she's thinking like you you were attracted to me, but you didn't want to come be with me. And if you had liked me enough, you would have left that person and come to Oh, me. that's what you got? A little bit. It's just like, I don't understand why that sentence needed to be in that. If she goes, she if she's like, hey, this is fun, but I don't want to do long distance. It was nice to meet you. But for her to say, when you were, you were into me when you were with other people, that means you weren't into me enough to... Toss those people aside and and make a move to actually date me. And now when things get convenient, I don't want to be your convenient choice. And I don't think a convenient choice can become a serious choice. So for that reason, she's stepping out. That's kind of how I see that message. What I heard from that, genuinely, I heard more of the fear of like, his like, let's say she brings some friends around. Like maybe that's some shit he's into. Like he likes friends. Well, I, I, I think he likes not, um, I think he like to me, and again, that's why mm-hmm. in the beginning of this email, I think he likes pursuing people that 
he has a lesser chance of getting turned down by. He 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 go, he 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 goes like home. He he shoots in the house. He shoots in his when, neighborhood. He's not going outside too far. When you're not the, like when you're not a gorgeous man, you know. <laughs> Did he send a picture? No, but I'm just I'm just assuming. Like I'm not a gorgeous man. I'm I'm <laughs> Alex. You're a good looking dude, but like when you when you when I don't have the looks of someone to like just go approach a new person in the bar. Like I understand the idea of like. Okay, who do I know in my past that will be this person responds? <laughs> Remember that girl cool in that DM? She was always well, nice. what he's doing is he's using the past to prop himself up. She knows that he's she he says he wasn't a great boyfriend in college, but she also knows that she dated her friend, so he's a safe person, that mm-hmm. he's someone that uh you know, whatever. So there's he's kind of using what's yeah, less risk. And him going to her, there's less risk, and also there's less work to be done. So I would encourage, I think she's looking at this situation going, ah, you came to my city. I had a great time, but I don't trust you to like move here. I don't really feel like moving there. Let's end it now before my emotions get ahead of me and I end up liking you. And I know that this isn't really right. And I just went through this again. She also referenced, she went through this. She's had the long distance yeah, yeah. Which, and it which, wasn't fun for her. You got, yeah, you got, you got a lot of people in here who just, you know, once again, Call it. Be honest with yourself. Fuck well, what anybody else says. And the other f- thing about this is she, you know, the 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 renting with the chance to buy. The chance to buy is what makes the casual fun. Oh, are we going to work out? Do I like this person? That's what's sexy. Uh, this has kind of been taken away from them if, if they can't do it here. You know, so. Yeah. Listen, Alex Babbitt, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. No problem, man. Uh, I, one, appreciate you. You're fucking Dude. goddamn star. <laughs> Duke, that is way too kind. Everyone go follow uh, Alex Babbitt at Mr. Babbitt. Two B's, two T's. At Mr. Babbitt, the album comes out April 30th, 9421. Go, go, go. I'm Jared Freed. We're here Mondays and Thursdays. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling friends. We'll be back next week. Boom!